In today's conversation with Aaron Wolglenter, my co-host, and a couple of the main points that he hit were how to connect with people on a deeper level, letting others really be the star of a conversation, which I think is a key to any podcast. His tip for really getting into the meat of the conversation, asking that question, what pushes the boundaries just a little bit, not inappropriately, but getting opening that door to a whole nother conversation when he actually realized that he was the podcast guy and then understanding how to enable others to give them the platform to talk to ask the right questions and then to listen enjoy the conversation with my co-host Aaron Wolgalenta Welcome to the Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron Wogelinter. And I'm Chaim Simcha. Nowadays, we are constantly communicating and in conversation with everyone around us. We are two extroverts and conversation lovers exploring the depths of human connection, communication, and the soft skills needed on a daily basis. This is the Meta Conversation, a conversation about conversations. So tune in. And join the conversation. We are back with the art of the conversation. What made you want to get into conversations? How does that help you in your life? And how can you utilize them more effectively? So before being conscious of it and knowing, I always loved connecting with people. Um, I loved how conversation allows us to bring out a side of people that there doesn't usually come up with when somebody's presenting, somebody gets up, they can present incredible. Wow. But you only see one side of that. And when a person you get to connect with them and you get to talk to them, then it's much deeper into their personality, into who they are, into why they believe the why behind. And that comes out through conversation. So from the, from the earliest, you know, earliest days with my teachers, I used to love class, not so much, but being with them and hanging out with them and having conversations with them was so much fun for me. And there's some, I had a social studies teacher that I used to um, clean her room, Mrs. Calloway. And I used to clean the room with her. And we would just have these conversations about geography and about America. And I remember those till today. I don't remember anything that she was saying in class, but those conversations you remember because there's context and there's a person behind those ideas and there's whys behind the, the concepts that, they, that they're saying. And so from a young age, like I always loved these things. Um, and it's interesting how that brought me into like my career into podcasting, I started by doing my own podcast and wanting to be the star and wanting to be the person who was able to communicate and articulate and orient and, and be that, um, converse with people. And then I realized that I was speaking to a friend of mine who's a psychologist and he helped me understand that perhaps what I'm good at is letting others talk and asking those questions to bring out something from somebody else. So I don't know how good I am, but I do know 
you know, sometimes I come home from, from like a social event and I'll say, oh yeah, you know, this person told me X, Y, and Z, just like, you know, while we're, we're drinking a soda, like not a big deal. And my wife says, how in the world did you get them to like, why in the world they tell you that? I don't know. I asked this. So they told me X. So I don't know how good I am. I don't know how much I know. And I'm sure this, when we speak to using this conversation, this podcast as a platform to be able to speak to other people, I'm going to learn much more about how to do this and do it much better. But there's something to, I find, asking that question, finding the line and asking that question that sort of, it's too much, but it's not really too much. And, and it helps you connect to people when you're able to ask questions, um, when you're able to ask questions like that, like just, just push it a little bit and, and you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes people say, I don't want to talk about that. Great. Respect it. Move on. But that's something that I, um, that I'm able to do. And able, and, and so podcasting, the production side has helped me help others, not be the person who's actually asking the questions, but help others formulate their questions and formulate how they're going to have that conversation and get deeper with the people that they have. That's and that's something really, yeah, it's really fun to watch from the side or from behind the editing, watch the waveforms, but to watch these conversations come out. That's super interesting. It sounds like you are a very good listener. Not only a listener, you know how to bring out the best in people, which is amazing because, that, I mean, that's what they call the X factor, right? In singing, they call it the X factor. In food, they call it umami, the flavor, right? What is a question that you would ask to push those boundaries a little bit, but not too much? So. Great question. Uh, they they say in podcasting when the when the guest says great question, it means he needs a minute to think. <laughs> so I totally get that. Yeah. Side like, note: that is a very very good way to whenever you're speaking or whenever somebody's asking you questions. If you're in an, a test, an exam, and somebody's asking you, and you need a second, take that second. Say, great question while your brain is turning. Right. So like a cliche one, but something that I, that I find in different variations, but that works is, you know, somebody's telling you a story, how about they were supposed to go on a certain trip and the trip didn't work and now they're home. And that's why, you know, that's why they're here for the weekend. All right. So you can leave it at that. Or you could say that really stinks. Is it, does it get in the way now of your, I don't know what's happening at home. Like, are you and your wife now like annoyed at each other? That's a lot. That's a big question. But obviously you have to know the person if it's a relationship, if they're not married, it's not a question. But, you know, you ask the question, that question, that's just like, I want to understand more. I want to get to know more. You've just opened up a world. And it could be they'll say, yeah, you know, we're not going to talk about what happens at home. That's great. I pushed the line. I went too much. But that's something that would happen that what could come from there, that person could now tell you how, no, because you know, vacations are not really our thing anyways. Boom. You've just gotten another nugget into that person. Or they could tell you it's the first vacation we would have gone on in 10 years. Boom. Now you can have so many more conversations about being, being in a relationship for 10 years and not taking vacations. And how do you relax? And you've just opened a world to connection if you're listening. So asking that first question, it's sort of like asking somebody, do you want to dance? 
That's how I like that question is just saying, are you ready? Like you want to dance? Sometimes I got to run. I got to run. Great. So it's not time for the conversation, but, um, but giving those, giving that ability to show them that, you know, I'm here for you and I want to listen and I want to talk deeply. And, uh, and I want to hear that from you. That's fantastic. That's mind boggling because on one hand, our world is so professional and stilted. A lot of conversations are stilted. What do you mean have, by that? So we have this wall that in America, they say it's business, right? It's just business. It's not personal. Somebody, I've, I've heard this so many times, somebody will go screw someone over and he says, it's just business. It's not personal. It's always personal. It's always personal. There's a family there. There's people there. There's real people. So that's just a side note. But here, what I think, what I'm hearing you're, that you do is you're taking the professional and the other side of the conversation, you're opening a door to the personal. When you open a door to the personal, people can become holistic beings, which is amazing. I love that. What was the moment that you had this aha moment? I am the podcast guy. Um, it's interesting that you can want to be something person can want to be something for a long time. And until he sees himself as that until he identifies as that, which is a whole nother conversation of should you identify with what you do for your career? But as soon as you have the confidence to say, wow, I, I really do this. Um, you're not that, you're not that guy in your own eyes. And then you can't be that to the, so it, for me, it happened when I was talking to somebody who is very, um, he, very successful and he works for a very he works for meta and he was asking me to help him meta's face facebook by yeah the way. not meta conversation for all of those who don't know so yeah and like obviously very successful and very accomplished and i was talking to him about setting up his podcast equipment and i knew something and i was like whoa i i am this guy and then in my mind, I was like, I am this guy. And then I was able to, so less of the conversation part of it, but also just the, in the, the being that person, um, I think happens with confidence. And it's interesting because you see some people who are that person without the skills, they decide, you know, I'm going to do this, even though I can't. You see this a lot on, on, on LinkedIn or online when you're only seeing snippets into a person's business or into their career. But you can start building a picture like, oh, this guy worked in this career his whole life, and now he's going out building his own business. Okay, this guy has something, or this this person has a, you know has a skill. Or you have people who don't have the skills who are building businesses, and they can just they can just do it. So it really doesn't depend on the skills; it depends on your your mindset. Are you that person? Are you ready to to define yourself as that person and go all in in that area in that niche? I saw a post yesterday that. A guy who, he's probably in his 50s, he's calling out this 
influencer in his 20s about how to build your business and do whatever this successfully. And people were blasting this influencer because you haven't been around the block. I mean, you barely took three steps. And that goes into a a whole nother conversation about what skills do you actually need and fake it till you make it or not. But I think let's have another conversation about that. Let's go back to, so you started doing... As long as we're writing these down, because these are going to be like the, uh, yeah, fake it till you make it is a great conversation as well. Yes. Fake it till you make it. It's interesting, a side note, and I think we should have another conversation about this as well, is what you had that aha moment, there's four stages to everything in life. You don't know what you don't know. You know that you don't know. You're consciously incompetent. You advance the next one, which is you don't know that you know. You actually have the skills, but you don't know that you have the skills. And then you have that aha moment that, wow, you know that you know. And then you, you got it. And then it comes out and then you're like, oh, wow. So that point where you actually have the skills, but you don't know that you have the skills yet. A lot of us, we go through life, we have those skills, but you don't know that you have those skills until you unlock them. And that, that's what it sounded like when you, uh, you mentioned your aha moment. By the way, a tool for that, helping me through that aha moment is, um, like I said, teaching this guy something about what I know. So then I have this revelation that now, now I know something. But put yourself in the position, give a, give a seminar, give a, in your, in your field, in your niche, whatever it is you're doing, uh, connecting 101, uh, software development 101, podcasting 101, email marketing 101, whatever you do, go and make slides about it and go, go and make some sort sort of PowerPoint or slideshow. Um, and even more specifically, go post about it. LinkedIn is a I don't know how to say it. It's like a garden for people to sprout their ideas. And you can really like, I've seen this already for myself, but I've seen it for other people. They, they start with like, you know, just trying to figure out how to post and how to, and then they figure it out and they, you know, 30, 60 days, about between 30 and 60, about like 40 days, they figure out, okay, my, my content's good. People are liking it. These are the things I like to talk about. And then they just go on a rampage and they, and they do it again. And they all of a sudden become this person who like knows a lot. It's a wonderful experience to gain confidence um, for yourself and, and to know that you know. Exactly. It reminded me of a um, Talmudic saying, Mikol melamdai hiskalti, um, which is, translates to I've learned a lot from all my teachers, but from my students, I've learned the most. I love that. Teaching people, giving out information, um, which goes back to what we were talking about. Instead of just consuming, producing, giving this over to other people. When did you decide to start really giving this over to other people? 
In what? In the in podcasting? Yes. Why is that? Um. Okay. So I really started doing this about two years ago, when. Um, when I realized that I, that I know something and that I have a, a love for something, I really enjoy the creative element, um, expression, the creative expression that it gives me to be able to put together an episode and to be able to see this conversation come out like a dance. And, and now I, j- I just wanted to find more people who wanted to do this, who were good at this and be able to provide the technical side of things so that they can, they can have these conversations. So I'm seeing myself as someone who's enabling many, many good and beautiful and awesome conversations. And even though I use the words like beautiful and awesome and amazing, it's in business and it's about careers and career development and it's about sales and it's about even self-development or technical writing. And it doesn't matter what the topic is. Conversations show behind the curtains and there's always people behind those curtains. And almost every conversation, it's interesting, like in, in a lot of the business podcasts, so they ask, uh, you know, what are books that you like or what are books that you read to get better at what you do? And it's very interesting how like Brene Brown is very, very often quoted and said her books, her, her podcast, her Netflix, whatever it is, they listen to her because it's very closely tied to personal development, is very closely tied to successful careers and successful relationships. So it's just interesting to note that even in business podcasts, there's something beautiful um, and something amazing behind, behind every person. So for sure. Beautiful. Um, it's so powerful that you can take this information from so many different types of people and take it to your own life and your own business. And I think that everybody should take from other people, from other industries. What would you like to see come out of this podcast about conversations, about relationships? This is why I really appreciate talking to you because you get me to think, um, you get me to think deeply and to to put some words to the thoughts. I would love if people could get into these conversations and we can give some tools to people to make their lives a little bit easier, be it they want to start their own podcast. So how can we, how can we give them the ability just simply that's very like the most crass is like how to ask good questions. I think that's a number one thing, but even deeper than that, somebody's an employee in a business and how do they deal with their boss? How do they communicate what they need? Can we give them some tools? No, I don't have the experience in that, but I think that them listening to me and my process, your process, our guest process of how they communicate to those around them, I think that can help a lot of people. So if um, people who are dealing with difficult employers or coworkers or clients or people who just want to be more social and get out of their box, we can give them tools and tips through talking about business and through talking to business leaders in communication. Can we give them those tools? And that would be something that would bring me a lot of joy. And that's why I'm here. Love it. And how not to be that person who's posting on LinkedIn six times a day about his business, all in caps. 
Yeah, I, I think we talked about this a little bit, but I think that there's there's like a, to coin it, um, a very good friend of mine used to coin it as, "Are you talking to, or talking at? Are you talking with, or are you talking at?" And oftentimes, even in real one-on-one relationships with a person offline, you see that you're not. I'm not talking to you. We're not talking to each other. Um you and I, whoever that is, right? Where I'm saying X, you're saying you're in different language. We're not, we're not communicating at all. And that gets translated onto online where you see somebody's online They're on, you're not talking to your audience where in podcasting, I write about this, like it's on blue in the face. Know your audience. Who are you talking to? Who are you speaking to? And it's like, to me, it's like, Simple, like I'm talking to the people who want to grow in communicating. I'm talking to people, who, but not everyone gets that. And a lot of people are used to talking at and not talking to or with. And, and, and that's something I think we can change. That. I think we can help people um, appreciate the people they're talking to and talk and talk with them. Love it. And I think you touched on an amazing point, which we have to have a whole episode about. Because talking to or talking at, I think that goes into the deeper mindset of nowadays people like to consume content. Now, when that person is all of a sudden producing content, his mindset is just to give it out. And I saw it, I won't mention any names, I saw it a couple of years ago on LinkedIn. Guy, he was all about, follow me, and, do the, and he was talking at people. And what's interesting about that is a lot of those people don't engage. So you'll see that they're putting out, and it could be great content, but they won't engage with the people who are showing up for them, which is, I think, a whole nother episode about engaging with people because I think it's super powerful. Being to, human, right? Yes, exactly. So that's, that's great tools. And like um, in your content creation, which we're, which, all of all of you are listening and wanting to create content or media in some form, like how, how to relate and how to have that conversation post on LinkedIn is the start of a conversation. What conversation do you want to have today with the people who are in this room with you? Then I think that's, this is an important mindset um, to have talking, talking with and talking out. This is something. So two points is that I think that's why podcasts and media is sort of going back towards long form, even though TikTok took off and, you know, uh, just looking at it from a, from a wider view, I think that's, and this is why I love podcasting is because it gives that authentic side. Um, I think we're going back there that people, okay, you got me through the door through TikTok or through LinkedIn, or through, but now I want to know you and now I want to connect. And I think people are starving for that. I'm starving for that. Um, and, and I think that that's something that, that we can provide that more uh, the back end of things, how are things done? And so that's, uh, that's part of the goal. Authenticity. I love it. I love it. And I'll tell you from this process right now, which I truly appreciate you giving me the ability to do this. It's not easy to sit there, ask the questions and then really listen. So thank you, Aaron. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Art of the Conversation, where we're having conversations about having conversations. What tips, tricks, what works, and what doesn't work? 
Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And in the show notes, you're going to see a link to our LinkedIn post. Please go and join us in the conversation. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Feel free. Offer some other things we should talk about. Join the conversation. 